gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome back here to pure fast with your boy jacob murchison and my co-host to my left the man who's been a gonzaga fan for all of shut your mouth i knew five years it. maybe is oh oh yes i thought you're gonna trip me being like oh comes bandwagon no because he is you know he said it I'm himself not. thank you very much but whatever i'm not um since the kelly olenic days but oh yeah, that was real recent. Because it was. Um, it was. So today yeah. we are be recapping round one of the NCAA March Madness tournament, and as well give you the standings to the pure finesse March Madness extravaganza. Round one is now in the books, and rather than bore you with all thirty-two games, we're just going to give you the big upsets and the standings for yeah. the first round of March Madness. So let's get right into it, Malcolm, because, you know, I think you've been waiting all day to be on this one, and uh, I've been kind of oh, dreading no, it. So. I wasn't. I, I didn't want to because I thought they would win. I mean, I don't think not a lot of people noticed that Oral Roberts, uh, I think that's just that giveaway, had the top leading scorer in the nation, right? So a lot of people didn't predict that that would happen, but Oral, Oral I want to hear Roberts, you pronounce his name here. I want to hear you pronounce his name. Okay, I'll get to like what seed they are. So Oral Roberts beat, was 15th seed, uh, defeated Ohio State J School with two ranks, the number two seed, 75 to 72, close in game. overtime. In overtime, in overtime, there was a three at the end that they missed that could have pushed it on to a second overtime, but that didn't go. Um, but Kevin Obanor, he scored 30 points, uh, got 11 boards, and was five and 12, five for 12 from the three point line. And then Max Abmas. Uh, what what is it? Abmas? What is it's it? Not, what is it's it? not even good. It's Acemas. It's not even good. I know. What? I know. Yeah. Max Acemas. Okay. Max Acemas. I didn't like really hear his name on the during the game. But oh, let me 20... tell you, Malcolm. I heard it too often. Yeah. 29 points and five of 10 from three. I was watching it. Um, it was just those two guys lit it up. They both had 10. They had 10 combined threes between the two of them. And then for Ohio State, they had 16 turnovers. And they're like averaging like 10 a game or something I saw on the whatever. So it's just kind of insane to me. How do you feel? Are you upset? Yeah, Malcolm, you know what? The way they played, they deserve to lose. They did. Yeah. Uh, Kevin O'Banner, absolute stud. I mean, he's a center and he's doing 30 points, 11 rebounds, 5 for 12 from 3 as a center. Uh, and Max Acemas led, like you said, has the most points per game on average in the nation biomedical science major and they were saying that he's probably more concerned about his exams than it is for March Madness right now so I guess he was playing with no care in the world and it showed because Oral Roberts no more known for their biology science than basketball and they yeah. beat the Ohio State University for their first win in the NCAA tournament since 1974. Yikes. Great so on average now 15 seeds are now I've won eight times in March eight. Madness. Eight. So we can rack up Oral Roberts to that list of a very unprecedented group to that list. And you know what? Judging from all, thank you very much, everybody who, sub who submitted a lovely pure finesse bracket. We got a whole 29 brackets. So we thank you all for submitting them in and looking to win that hundred bucks. And of all those 29, all of them ended, all of them ended there. 
it was the what the second game on the schedule, third game on the schedule, and all perfect brackets were gone out, out the, window. the window. Nobody yeah. picked Oral Rob for obvious reasons. Nobody picked Oral Roberts to beat Ohio State, and the only people I know who really did this are just Michigan fans, and they can't stand to see Ohio State win. So they picked yeah. it out of spite, and it worked. So good for them because there was only what. After that, 0.42% of the brackets were perfect yeah. after. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, yeah. So a couple, I think all that 0.2% are Michigan fans. So that will flip the bird to you guys. But a lot of people at Ohio State going far. 19 picked Ohio State to go into the Elite Eight, which adds up to 66% of all per finesse brackets. And a whopping 21% of you guys picked Ohio State to be in the Final Four. And 14 picked Ohio State to go to the championship. So thanks, everybody, for trying to rock with me and pick Ohio State to go a long way. Yeah, I appreciate man. it. And Naomi, if you're watching, you know, me and you had uh, Ohio State winning the championship in March Madness. Uh, this will be the last time I will pick with my heart in March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> this will be the last time. Um, if me and Malcolm really didn't get a chance to win the $100 because we were not going to be winning the $100 because, you know, we're not about that uh, rigged thing here. I would not be picking Ohio State to win, but uh, I got to roll with the Buckeyes when I have the chance to. Yeah, uh, it's sad to see, but you just got to stick with the Zags because they're 27 and 0 this season now. So, um, next upset was Oregon State, number 12 seed, beat Tennessee, the number five seed. This is another game I think a lot of people picked Tennessee, and it was 70 to 52 for Oregon State. Uh, one guy who went off was Roman Silva, had 16 points, was perfect from the field, eight of eight, and had three blocks to go along with it. Tennessee was atrocious from the three-point line, uh, but beyond the three-point line, 5 of 26, so 19% shooting from the three. It, that just doesn't cut it, especially in March, in March Madness. you got to be on the top of your game every single game. So another upset happened right off the bat. There is a lot of upsets uh, to talk about today. I think there's like 10 out of the 32 games, which is stick insane. Stick with us so. for the results. Stick with us for the results. But yeah. Pac-12 champions. Oregon State will be staying in the tournament, Malcolm. Uh, this is the only Pac-12 team. Oh, no, there isn't. There's only one. There's one more Pac-12 team that didn't upset. So I'll say that's that for later. But 14% of you guys here in Pure Finesse picked Oregon State to beat Tennessee. So a nice little see you guys. And one of them, oh, look at that, is me. Not a big deal. <laughs> Not a big deal. But you got some other ones wrong. <laughs> um, but so did I. I think a lot of people didn't get, couldn't predict what would happen as per usual. It's March Madness. The next one, not really an upset because it's a nine and eight seed, but it is the number nine seed who won. Uh, it was Wisconsin, and they defeated number eight seed UNC, eighty-five to sixty-two, a complete blowout. Um, Brad Davison for Wisconsin had twenty-nine points and was five of seven from the three-point line. Just, I, I can't believe UNC didn't make this game closer. I thought it'd be a way closer game, but I, I am one of those people, and I think you are too, that did pick Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, I think all of Pure Finesse here picked uh, Wisconsin, or the majority of people picked Wisconsin to beat UNC. This is the first loss in the first round for Roy Williams' career as a coach in UNC, so that's a pretty significant loss for UNC as a maybe recruiting kind of deal. But, uh, yeah, 52% of you guys picked Wisconsin to beat UFC in the upset, so good on you guys for that pick. Yeah. Uh, the next one, we had a 13th seed, uh, North Texas defeating my – mean – Green of the North Texas. Green. And I, I, been a mom, they, I guess it worked. They they beat Purdue, who is number four seed. And I had Purdue going to the final four in this bracket. 
Uh, it was 78 to 69, just nothing. I, don't, I can't believe this happened. Javon, uh, Javion Hamlet, 24 points and 12 boards. So he played, he played amazing. And not a lot of you guys got this right either. I don't think a lot of people predicted Purdue to lose in the first round. Yeah, a, whole, a whopping two people picked the mean green to beat the Boilermakers. And uh, my man, Jack Heaton, a.k.a. Ricky Bobby. And oh, this is going to be tough. Alexis <laughs> Kostrua. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you, Lex. I know if you're watching, I'm sorry. I haven't got the rundown on your last name yet, but I'm going to get it by the end of the show. By the end of March Madness, I will be I will be saying your name right. I promise you that. But, yeah, that equals to 7% of pure finesse brackets. But judging by the uh, overwhelming majority here, a lot of people have Purdue going through to the Sweet 16 at least. I'm saying. so. It's, it's, it's one of the biggest, you know, one of the biggest effects on the brackets was Purdue losing this early. Yeah, and I just another one. I just had them to the final four. I was so upset. I did not think North Texas was going to win that. In um, green, baby. Next game, ne- yeah. Next game, we have the number two, ten seed, the Rutgers. They defeated Clemson, the number seven seed, sixty to fifty six. A bit closer of one of these games. Um, uh, for the Rutgers, McConnell, Young, and Baker each had thirteen points. So there wasn't one guy who really stood out and did all the scoring for the Rutgers. It was an evenly spread out game for points for them. And then Miles Johnson played defensively, amazing defensively, had three steals and three blocks. So I know my Clemson Tigers in football uh, couldn't pull it out in basketball. And, uh, but a lot of people did, did really think that the Rutgers would pull this one off. I think it just proves that Clemson really wasn't supposed to be a seven seed, which a lot of people thought so. Um, they had the same record as Rutgers, had the same placement in conference. Um, but Clemson got hit pretty hard by COVID in January. So they went one and four in that stretch. So I guess it was really just a pity speed, pity seed for the uh, the committee to put Clemson at seven just because of all the circumstances they had to deal with this season. But 59% of you guys here in Pure Finesse picked Rutgers to beat Clemson to go through. So another, another upset picked correctly by the majority of everyone here at Pure Finesse. Yeah. Um, another one, I don't, uh, this one was kind of like debatable that it was an upset, going to be an upset game because this school is good at Syracuse. They're the 11th seed and they did beat San Diego State who were the sixth seed, and it was 78-62. to 62. Uh, Buddy Boheim, he had 30 points, 11 of 15 from the field, and 7 of 10, 70% shooting from the three-point line. And then San Diego State, they shot so many threes. They were 11 of 40 from three-point, the three-pointer. 40 out of their 67 shots were threes. I just think they shot way too many threes. They didn't get into the paint, which college basketball is just so many post-ups, and you didn't see it from San Diego State. So it was just crazy. And uh, I think... Uh, I, I didn't get this correctly. I thought I was going to pick uh, Syracuse, but uh, you kind of convinced me during the last time to pick San Diego State. But Yeah, it worked out, eh? It, it didn't work out. Yeah, like for the not the casual college basketball fan, you're obviously going to know of the Syracuse Orange just for reputation alone. Yeah, so exactly. kudos to you guys. You don't watch much college basketball and you hear Syracuse, you're picking them. Good on you because 24% of you guys thought that reasoning and you guys were right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Buddy Beheim, the son of the coach, Jim Beheim, balled out. 30 points. So now he's got more points than his whole, his dad's entire career in March Madness in one game. (laughs) That's crazy. So the Aztecs, a lot of people had the Aztecs going a little further too at a six seed. Um, A lot of people I saw had them going to the six, sweet 16, a couple even to the elite eight. So it's a a, a tough low. Yeah, that's a tough low right there. Uh, Another one, we had the number 10 seed, Maryland, defeating UConn, uh, the number seven seed, 63 to 54. Um, Eric Ayala, he had 23 points. He was eight of 14 from the field, 
three steals. He really helped his team offensively, defensively this game. Um, and again, not a majority of people thought Maryland was gonna were gonna win, but I was one of them. I was one of them. Well, it's a funny story because I wanted the Mateus show shout Mateus again. You're a bird. Uh, before the first round started, and the guy was on Liam Nielsen was talking up Maryland beating UConn. I'm like, hey, just because he said it, I'll go with it on the show. But I stuck to my guns. I didn't change it. I didn't change my bracket. The saying, let's go with UConn here. Didn't pay off, Liam. You're a real one. One of the smartest basketball minds I know now. Um, but 34% of you guys, Malcolm included in that 34%, did have the upset pick of the Terps beating UConn. Um, again, casual basketball fan, you're going to know the University of Connecticut. but Especially women's basketball, too. Exactly, right? So, so it's a shame. Yeah. Um, this one, we have this the is other- not. This is not. This isn't a shame because it was the number 13, Ohio. So not Ohio State, J.C. team, but the other school in Ohio uh, defeated the number four team, Virginia, 62 to 58. I hated seeing this. Um, ben Bender Plassey had 17 points, and then Jason Preston had 11 points, 13 boards, and was two assists shy from a triple-double, which was – that's insane to see in college basketball. Um, and only – how many people got this right? Yeah, we can name them off for you. Adam Vallette, Seth McMahon, and friend of the show, Aaron Clark, picked it all correctly at 10%. Only three of you guys got it. Um, the Bobcats, man, the MAC Conference, if you don't remember a couple of years ago, they made a Cinderella story run to the Sweet 16 under behind the back of, uh, I can't remember his first name, but Cooper. You know, he's kind of got busted for uh, that uh, pregnant, pregnant. He's caught being pregnant with a piss test and turns oh, out yeah, you, know, yeah. you can't be pregnant if you're a guy. So he just yeah. got into a whole another case of trouble. But the Bobcats are back, beat Virginia. Man, Virginia is known now for these first round. I think that's their reputation now, first round losses. Because if you remember, either in 19 or 18, they lost, they were a one seed and lost in the first round. The only one seed to ever lose in the first round. Yeah. So uh, I was so shocked. I thought Virginia was just going to – they won it like a couple years ago, right? A few years ago. They're the reigning champs. Exactly. So Gone. I thought you were going to pull it off, get a few wins in this tournament, but right off the bat. And again, a lot of people in the brackets had them going Sweet 16, Elite 8. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this one, I was surprised about how many people got this correctly because I wasn't one of them, obviously, because West Coast Nation boys. But uh, the number 11. Don't ever, say, don't ever say that again. <laughs> the number 11 UCLA defeated the number six BYU. For the West Coast, uh, it was 73 to 62. Johnny Juzang, he had 27 points, 10 of 16. Follow this guy, Johnny yeah. Juzang. And then BYU was just awful from the three-pointer to three of 17, so 18%. Uh, there's a better percentage of you guys picking this game correctly than they shot from three, which is ridiculous. So, Well, since I've been keeping track of the score in here for Pure Finesse for the brackets, so a lot of people did put Michigan State on the bracket, but due to we don't know when we got the picks in, whoever put Michigan State in to beat BYU will be counted as being correct yeah. because we don't know if you meant MSU or you meant UCLA. So 38% of you did pick the the win of the winner of the first four matches between MSU and UCLA to beat BYU. This just proves the West Coast Conference sucks, BYU. 98 points for Gonzaga. Uh, I don't know if you saw that they go, all the guys got stuck in an elevator and they were loving a little <laughs> dancing and again, the COVID testing and stuff. Don't get tested anymore, boys. Have fun flying back home. 
God damn, that's ruthless. And then this game just happened to, uh, I believe, uh, Christian, the number 14 seed, just defeated Texas, the number three seed, just by one point, 53 to 52. It was a close game. Uh, Joe Pleasant had 11 points, seven boards, and was four of nine from the field. Ibling was three of 18. They shot 17% from three, and they still won the game. And Texas had a career high, 22 turnovers. Um, and what was it? Abilene Christian has this had the their second hand second chance points compared to Texas were twelve to nothing. So Texas couldn't get those old boards or get those get onto the boards and get those second chance points. Your number three seed, your Texas, your Texas, you should be winning these games in the first round, but didn't happen. The Christian uh, school they pulled it off. They pulled off the upset. Yeah, I mean, they were just outworked. This completely honest that's that's how it was it was texas just thought they were just going to breeze over abilene christian um the roster on abilene christian was not overly powerful at all when it came to height i mean there was a guy that was five seven there was a guy that was five ten there's a ton of people that just would not be able to mash up correctly on the boards but they still somehow outscore texas 12 to nothing in second chance points it was just no heart from Texas and my man Shaq was smart who I love dearly could not get Texas to do anything right and man did it suffer on the brackets uh 34% of the brackets had Texas going to the elite eight and 21% of the brackets had Texas going to the final four so Damn. the Longhorns did not they get a they got a lot of love here from the pure fanaticians or if that's what we're going to call them for a minute but Yikes. they are without a win in the NCAA tournament since 2014, their last win. But the Texas? one guy who is winning, who correctly picked Abilene Christian to beat Texas, my man, Jack Heaton, a.k.a. Ricky Bobby, gets it done again. <laughs> just one person, just the one guy. Uh, I don't, yeah, no one else could really predict that Texas was going to lose in this to Abilene Christian, I, I I would never see it in a million years happening. Um, so those are all the upsets that happened. There was one game. It's an odd score. It was one nothing. Oregon dis- defeating VCU, and that's because VCU violated some COVID protocols, had to go home. So Oregon moves on. Um, nineteen of you guys picked Oregon. I think I'm part of that nineteen. I think you are too, right? I am not. I have VCU oh, to win. It's a damn shame. No, that sucks. Uh, Just one point away. You're one point away. You're yeah, nice. Um, nice. To be to this game to be settled on COVID is a shame because yeah. no, especially with these, especially game. with this kind of tournament, that it's one and done games, and you're going, you're going here to play. You're here, you came, you're ready to play, and then you hear you got tested positive for COVID, and you can't. So yeah, it's a shame they have to go fly back home now. And sixty, you know what? They didn't suffer on the brackets. Sixty-five percent of you guys, like Malcolm said, picked Oregon to win, and because of this, Oregon winning. All every Pac-12 team in the first round got a W. Pac-12 is undefeated in March Madness. That's insane. Yeah, but I think so, it's time to get to the standings. I think it is. Malcolm, I think what everyone's here to see is the yeah. results for the first round of March Madness. And without further ado, let's get right into it, should we? So yes, everybody, 29th place. Good job, Foz. Hey, You're the man. <laughs> 15 out of the 32 picks, correct? Let's get him next round, buddy. 28th, 
We have a tie between Annie Foster and Ryan Stinson, who got 17 correct picks. Just over 50% of the picks were correct. Exactly. 26. <clears throat> we have a four-way tie between Jack Heaton, my man, Ricky Bobby, Stephen Fisher, Frank Robert, and Emma Boswell, who got 18 correct picks. That's a lot of nice picks. 22nd, friend of the show, Shandle. my man, Connor Brabern, got 19 correct picks. 21st, the host, Malcolm Govius, Nick McMeekin, Naomi Williams, Olivia Turco, and Martin Fabus, who got Abbas. 20 Abbas. correct picks. 16, the other host, Jay Murchison, Jeff Foster. We'll try this one more time. Alexis Kostrua. I promise I'm going to be getting that last name correctly by the end of March Madness. Ian McDougall and Big Joe, Joey and Natalia, who got 21 correct picks. Nice. 11. A, big, a ton big, of you guys here with 22, 22 correct. Trevor Wakayama, Nice Guy, Matt Lyons, Birdman, Mateus Lovera, Zach Smith, Seth McMahon, Adam Vallette, Graydon Harris. Happy birthday, Graydon Harris. And Happy friend of the show, up. a Aaron Clark. And then standalone third place, yeah, Cameron Lattimore. Yeah, UCLA. He actually picked UCLA. Correct picks. Oh. Second place, the man oh. who said he'd give a free spit shine to whoever wins, whoever gets the lovely 100 bucks, also got a free tire shine courtesy of Callum Williams' saliva. So thank you, Callum. He's second place. And in first, Jackson Demelis with 26 out of a 32 possibly correct picks that's so, only six it's only so. six wrong you're right yeah so field's very condensed so there's still a ton of time for everybody to catch up to first place because round two the picks are worth double so each time everybody's correct in round two that means you're getting two points instead of one so it's going to be keeping going like that round three will be three round four is four round five is five and if you pick the correct winner you get six so, Jacks <laughs> holding on to the lead right now. So, when is round two end? Saturday, it's Monday night, Tuesday morning. You'll be hearing no, from us again for round yeah. two result picks and see who's going to the Sweet 16. So, until then, it's Jacob and Colton.